Welcome back to another episode of The Politics. Thank y'all for tuning in, and I hope y'all enjoy the show. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of The Politics. This is season two. I know it's been a minute, but we're uh, right back at y'all. And we got my man Lee. How you doing? What's up, bro? Chilling. Doing great, man. Just enjoying this night, Sunday night. For sure. I agree. And then we do have a special guest. Y'all know him as King Chip on Twitter. Emmanuel, but I'll let him introduce him on himself. What's good, y'all? Uh, my name is Emmanuel. Uh, I guess alias King Chip. I try not to go by that <laughs> since I graduated <laughs> college and whatnot. But I feel it. Uh, it's good to be here. You know, I've always wanted to get on a little podcast, chat it up a little bit. And, you know, let's, let's get it popping. For sure, man. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. But let's just get the show on the, um, on the road. Ah, So, um, big election. You know, people were kind of scared about this election year. The way these four years with Donald Trump has been going, it's been a very scary time, to be honest. We've seen more racist people coming out (laughs) more and more every year, especially with the police brutality that happened during the quarantine. But let's just kind of take it back um, to when the election started ramping up. I remember it was everybody thought Bernie Sanders would be the Democratic candidate. So what's so? What were your thoughts on that when we found out Joe Biden was going to be the one leading the Democratic Party? Um, to be honest, uh, I mean, I seen what Joe can do. I mean, he's been in office before, so I mean, yeah. I kind of just felt more comfortable with just you know maybe him instead of Bernie. Mm-hmm. So. I I, I personally I, I sort of saw it coming. Uh, so I remember when. Uh, the the whole Democratic the primaries or whatever was heating up and everybody's like, Bernie this, Bernie this, Bernie that, Bernie that. And so uh, I had checked the odds on Bovada or whatnot, you know, like the gamble here and there. And so I seen Bernie, Bernie was the favorite. And I think part of what you have to understand is Bernie, or from my understanding of Bernie's politics, and I'm not like super, you know, in, in depth mm-hmm. on it, but Bernie, Bernie's a disruptor, you know, like he, he, he has a mm-hmm. career of leaning, I guess, to the left heavily. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when mm-hmm. you compare that uh, with the other candidates, uh, especially Biden, Biden's more he, he looks he looks more to the left than he really is. And so it confuses mm-hmm. people a lot. And I think he represents sort of that that moderate that that people wanted to get back to. Or they wanted that mm-hmm. in office, and so I was like, and th- and this is on both sides, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans. It's like, yeah, the Democrats mm-hmm. want this, this, and this to happen, but they're not, they're not all that far left themselves. Like when you start talking about, oh, you know, Bernie's talking about uh, student debt relief, Medicare for all. Um, I want to tax rich people with this, this. Like you know, rich people are Democrats mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying. And you come in there, and you start talking crazy, and it's like. I feel like you you saw that shift, you know. There was a time where everybody was pro Bernie, everybody was thinking about Bernie, and then he started to really to start talking real radical and start talking about, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this," and you sort of saw that that democratic like power structure shift uh-huh. from him. And it's like all of a sudden Obama get involved, all of a sudden Bloomberg dropout starts funding, you know, Biden, and it's like so now you see mm-hmm. you see where their, their priorities really lie. And I think exactly. that 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 really opened my eyes because it was like, uh-huh. do you do they really want change, 
or, mm-hmm. or do you just want someone that represents the more moderate status quo? You know what I'm saying? Okay. I I totally get that. I remember when um, the primaries were starting and everything. And, you know, honestly, who was a hot candidate after after running against um, Governor Abbott was Beto. Beto. Mm. Everything. So everybody was so high on him. LeBron, LeBron even put out something for LeBron even put out like, you know, he's going to be a very hot candidate. LeBron even put that whenever um, he lost against Governor Abbott. He was coming in with so much fire, and he just – he pooped it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the best way I can put it, like, he pooped – he did horrible. In the, he did so horrible. The debates, he didn't – it wasn't that same charismatic guy. Like, people compared him to an Obama one time because his, cause his charisma. <laughs> like, he was so charismatic. And then he went to the debates, and it was just, Wow. So unimpressed. <laughs> so that, unimpressed. That comparison to Obama is, is hilarious, bro. Yeah, like, he, but he was just, <laughs> he was so charismatic. People people compared him to that. So I was very upset that, like, he, the way he did, like, really underperform. He probably has to get more experience. I don't think he was ready for that big stage yet. But we'll see with him coming up in a, a few more years, see if he just can go back to that form that, that he had running for governor. But Bernie Sanders, I never really believed. I never believed everything he was saying. I think that was it for me. It sounded like what Emmanuel said. It sounded too radical. Like you're telling me, oh, free college, free health care. I'm like, how does? Yeah, so where's, so, where's yeah, this coming from? I remember, <laughs> like, so like, was he the guy that was like, people were saying like, stuff was just too good to be true? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like free college is so crazy, bro. Yeah, I'm just like so that's not gonna my, happen. My thing is, is like how I think. You know, I'm still trying to learn more about economics and stuff like that. Um, but I know one thing: you make one thing totally free, it is coming out somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> that's exact. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Nothing You're telling free, me bro. free college, nothing free four year university. Nothing is ever free. Remember that. Yeah, like. And then how I put that is, okay, how how the college degree will look. You know, right now, if you have a bachelor's, right now it's almost like having an associate's because everybody's want to go get their master's now. Like, it's almost like the master's is a new bachelor's from what I've been seeing. And I could be wrong. Um, do, you, um, do you all agree with that? Um, I, Yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that because I've, I've kind of I've been noticing that, like, a lot of people, because I, I graduated in uh, May seventeen. And, mm-hmm. I, and I realized, bro, a lot of people went back to get their masters, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. damn, like, and there's people like I'm not judging them or nothing, but there's people I'm just like, bro, I never thought you would do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, 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 like, I, I kind of agree with you with that. The, like, the master's being a new bachelor's degree. Uh, me personally, yeah. me personally, mm-hmm. I, I just didn't have enough energy to do it. You know, what I'm sure. saying? like I didn't feel like doing it, but I've noticed like that's the that's the new thing to do now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so like. When that's already coming along, and then you say free for your university, free. Co- I'm just like, man. So, so you think the you think the easier a college degree is to get, the the more it devalues it. Is that what you're saying? I honestly think mm-hmm. so. I honestly think so, because you know, if you really start applying for jobs mm-hmm. right now, you're gonna see how much they. You, you're going to see how much they really don't respect the bachelor's mm-hmm. degree by their pay, but by the salary they mm-hmm. give you, you know? Like, of course, you have to find those certain jobs and has to be connections that all line up because everybody, 
everybody like I know some people with a bachelor's degree that's making people make more money with somebody with a master's mm-hmm. degree. But most people th- but 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 that's like the rare norm. I mean that's just the rare. You see some a lot of people coming out of college and they have a whole bachelor's degree and they're only getting paid thirty five thousand. Mm-hmm. I know people I know people coming out with a debt of fifty something. You know, so it's just like it's kind of, it's it's kind of what it's kind of I agree with Emmanuel was saying like I mean what um what he asked me it kind but of devalues it kind of devalues so my it. thing on that is like so wouldn't you think that would strengthen sort of the case for making a college education as cheap as possible you know what I'm saying because it's like if oh, if we're sure. already in a situation where um you know like. Like you get out of college, it's hard to find a job, and so and honestly, I'm a little biased on that because I I truly do believe it depends mm-hmm. on your field, and you yeah, know, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. people have to be realistic the about the college education mm-hmm. that they get. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. but back to that is like, so don't you? So when it, I I personally don't believe um, the more people get degrees, the more it's devalued. Mm-hmm. I think that we should have as many low cost options for number one in education, mm-hmm. but then also you have to sort of expand mm-hmm. like trades as well. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like the, the okay. some people that, totally that, that do want to be an academic. I think the problem is that people get, they feel like they have to go to college. You know what I'm saying when in reality you can do other things that, that could, well, also, you don't exactly, have to go at all. It earn you a livable wage. You don't have to go at all. But, and you don't have to okay. go to college. You don't have to get into that debt. I personally don't believe that anyone should have to go into debt for a college education. It's like, you know, you for see, sure. maybe like, as far as tuition-wise, you know, I think that mm-hmm. just because just the way the, the government is set up and all the things that we spend money on is that we could, like, the, the money's there. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. you can subsidize a college education. How it would work, I mean, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not a genius. Enough. I can't figure that out. But I believe that, like, you know, we mm-hmm. can fi- we can find millions to go to war. You know what I'm saying? It's like we can we can Very find true. millions to to fund like billions in advertising for people's campaigns. I do understand that's private and not so so public. But it's like the money's mm-hmm. there for all these other things, and it's like when you when you start to talk about okay, well, we need the money to improve. The, the quality of life of, of the general mm-hmm. public, now all of a sudden, the budget mm-hmm. starts getting pinched. You know what I'm saying? People start talking about, oh, you yeah. don't got the yeah. money, you don't so, got this, and it's like, mm, how can you say that? Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's the thing, well, I think of America. So when I think, like, if you give this, something's going to take away. With America, that's how I feel like it always is. If you give a free education, I feel like they're going to literally it's going to come in another form where that money is going to be made up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so that's where kind of my thinking is. But you did give me a new perspective on, like, you know, more, like, making more low-cost um, options for people to get their degrees. Because, honestly, I want people to get their degree. I just want people mm-hmm. to go in debt for it. Yeah. That's really yeah, the problem, like, you know? I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, like, you can, like, there's trade schools, bro, where you can learn different things, bro. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, but people don't know this type of stuff. People just think you have to go to these colleges or people don't want to go to these community colleges. It's just... Look, it's... There's so many things I literally tell myself to this day. If I could go back in four years or five years, there was a there would be a lot of things I'll change. 
because we didn't we didn't know it. You know, we grew up. There's no we resources. All, like, there's no resources. We like, all. They're not telling you in high school to go to trade school. Yeah. like that. They're not telling you. And, and you're right. Like, essentially, we all grew up in Richmond, Texas. <laughs> we all grew up in Richmond, Texas, yeah. Atlanta, Texas, right? Look where we look the place we grew up. It was college or nothing. That that was it, college or nothing. We didn't. There really wasn't any option other than college. You know, there wasn't any other option. So when you're hearing this, you say you go to college, you make money. I mean, you you go to college, you graduate, you make money, and you're gonna be rich. That's how they try to push it to you in high school in that area, because that's how it is. Everybody over there, they usually went to college and they came out living in a nice suburban home. Like that's how it was. We didn't we didn't really even think any of the options. You, of course, the athletes will think, oh, scholarship, go play in the NFL. But, you know, having a brother who played there, I'm getting a reel about it. So as I'm playing college sports, I know what's really going on. I know how to, you know what, I'm not banking to make it to the NFL. I'm banking on what I can do with this degree or what I can do when I get out, you know. So like I was saying, we don't really know a lot of options like that unless in high school you really go out and just try to research. Like I can make money just not being a college i can make money you know they're what i'm saying you. so in high school they're just telling you the past they're not like all they tell you in high school is to pass all four taxes bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> high school sucks you, bro. dog high school sucks it did. so it bad did. it did it did like um i'm currently uh i'm currently mm. a teacher at a high school right now and it's literally because i'm only in my mba program and if you see the way the real the system actually works in high school, y'all will be shocked. Like y'all, will, I'm sitting here as a fresh college grad. I'm just like, wow, no wonder these people go. No wonder these people going to college not knowing anything. It is, it's messed up. Like it's really messed up. It's like I remember being in one board meeting, one board meeting. And, you know, with COVID, everything is really hard to teach. You're teaching people in classroom. You're teaching people online. You have kids who, um, and I'm in, like, a lower income, lower income era. You have kids that don't have the internet, don't have the internet to um, work, work from home, to do schoolwork from home. But we give them a hotspot. It's still not working because the internet is that, that bad. There's no internet connection, nothing. And then you have kids who come to school, but they're skipping classes and stuff like that. And they're just like, well, let's just pass everybody. Let's just try to get them out of here. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. I had a kid with 17 absences. I have a zero. I put a zero for him in the class. I No, I didn't put a zero. I even put a 50. They called me that day and was like, no, we need you to put an 80 or 70 because we're not trying to fail. Because more failing kids we have, we lose funding. More people who don't show up to school, we lose funding. So whenever I put somebody for an absence, they were like, well, can you just put that they were online? Mm-hmm present it's such a numbers game at the it's such a number games in our education system it's so horrible like it is very horrible like high school really does not prepare you for anything to them it's kind of like you're just another number it's that's how it's kind of that's how it's kind of like when you're a student you're just another number yeah man so so kind of back to what we were saying with bernie sanders he was offering a lot of stuff that I just didn't feel like that can hold up. So I knew Joe Biden was going to be the right candidate for um, um, for the Democratic Party. But then also another thing, which people were kind of uneasy, again, it went back to the tour of the lesser evils, was that crime bill in 1994 that always gets brought up. 
<laughs> what do y'all think I mean, about me that? Me personally, bro, I don't get in trouble with the police. So, I mean, I'm just speaking for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really like I'm not really I'm not really informed with it. I mean like what is it about? Like I I heard about it I heard about it uh two times on Twitter, but I don't really know what it's really about. Y'all know? Uh so I I I know a little bit. So the crime there was I think it was like ninety it was ninety four, right? Fact check Yeah, so mm-hmm. ninety four yeah, like they're like, yeah, crime is, is rampant. Like, all of this stuff is going on. Like, we have to be tougher on crime. We have to, like, we have to strengthen law enforcement. We have to get these people out of here, blah, blah, blah. And so it essentially, it just, it, it's, you know, in a broad strokes, like, huge overarching picture, they were just tougher on crime, right? However, the, the issue here that mm-hmm. arises is, much like everything else in this country, or I guess let me let me start by saying that um, the only thing that has ever been proven, right, like statistically proven to decrease crime mm-hmm. is more education in people getting, like people either mm-hmm. like having more access to making more money and a better educated society. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's ever been like statistically mm-hmm. proven to reduce crime. However, you know, then everyone's like, yeah, we got to get tough on crime, we got to get tough on crime. And much like all other policy, I guess, in the United States, who does it affect the most? Who's who's the most to lose? And, and you know, it's black people. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. like they don't have number one. It's like a, it's it's much like it's like you said when you're in school, it's like the older I get, the more I realize policing is also a numbers game. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you want to arrest someone for a crime, you want to arrest someone that's going to get convicted. So who are you going to arrest? You're going to arrest the person that doesn't have the money to defend themselves. Where are you going to find these persons? You're going to find them in lower income, you know, these lower income neighborhoods, people that don't have access to resources, people that don't know their rights, someone that's going to make your job easier to get that conviction, mm-hmm. to get that arrest, to make it seem as if you really are mm-hmm. tough on crime. Well, in reality, like the disparity mm-hmm. between which crimes are committed and minorities are arrested mm-hmm. and prosecuted for crimes is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. so when people yeah, bring up you. the crime bill, it's more so, and, and Biden says it himself, he says, oh yeah, we had no idea of the negative consequences that it would have on minorities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's bullshit. But, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, so when yeah. that passed, like that, like longer sentences, harsher sentences, and the people that it affected the most mm-hmm. were people of color, you know, black people, minorities. And so that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why a lot of people weren't huge fans of them. And I think the problem, I know for me, pers- like personally, what I didn't really like to start mm-hmm. off with was I had never heard of Biden mm-hmm. talking about his his role in the crime bill before. Like he, he had never sort of mm-hmm. like disavowed it. He never said, Oh, I regret it, I regret this. Um, until the election You know what I'm saying? Until he until it, okay. people start yeah, bringing this up true. and you're like, Oh very yeah, true. I wish we had never done it. But then my second question is what what in your forty plus years in 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 public office, have you done to sort of rectify that? You know, and it's like I don't, I don't see that being mm-hmm. brought up. 
And so I think that was that was a huge flaw in his campaign. I don't think us personally, um, as a collective, mm-hmm. we gave it as much. Uh, we 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 really honed in on it as much as we should have. I don't think it was really addressed mm-hmm. as as much as it should have. But I mean, it's just one of those mm-hmm. things. And it's like people just people weighed their odds. And it's like, so I have a question for you guys. So, mm-hmm. what would you say that okay. you believe? Sort of in in the whole lesser of two evils. Like, how would you? Mm-hmm. I I never believed in that. Mm-hmm. They're both they're both evil. <laughs> they're both evil. But like, I never believed in it because it was just like exactly what I just said. They're both evil. So for me, <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I didn't vote. I didn't. Oh, they gonna vote. get you. I didn't vote. Why you didn't vote? Why you didn't vote? I didn't vote. Okay, look. Okay, look. One reason was I'm in Dallas. My address is still in Houston, and I work too much to drive mm. back to Houston. That was one. The second one, which I could have changed my address, <laughs> I could have. I could have voted online. I didn't. I. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't trust him. I'm gonna be real. I do not trust him. Kind of like what you're just saying. Um, when he ran, when Obama found, uh, when Obama said, "Okay, mm. I'm gonna make him my running mate," 2008. Said nothing about it. 2016, um, 2012, said nothing about it. He's running for president. Oh, now I feel kind of bad about it. I'm just like, yo, you had all those years to like speak on it and disapprove of what you did, but now you're running for president. You kind of went to, so like, I didn't trust it. And then you make Kamala Harris. Hey, look, honestly, I know (laughs) our black vote matters, but look. I don't know my black I'm gonna be real. I, I, I didn't vote either. I'm gonna be real. So, so you're you're preaching to me. And people and people get on my ass every time. They're like, "Oh, your vote matters," and this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I mean, first of all, the nigga won. So how you gonna <laughs> the nigga won? Like y'all, like yeah, he won like won by y'all, a margin. Like, the nigga won. So it is what it is. Like obviously, my vote. Y'all ain't really need my vote to get what y'all needed. So cool, whatever. <laughs> so why you so like why you didn't vote though? Like, like, like me personally? Yeah. So I I don't believe and, and I get like I get a lot of flack for people who like be talking, I get a lot of arguments about it, but I don't believe in a system that props up two incredibly flawed individuals. Right? But and then tells me that the only way that I can get changed is to vote for what they consider or what we consider to be ideally the less flawed individual. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, Trump, mm-hmm. Trump. Like, and the thing is, like, when I talk about it like this, people think I'm a Trump supporter. It's like, nah, dude, I don't fuck with Trump. Like, at all. Like, I don't, I don't vote with Trump. Yeah. <laughs> the only time that Trump has ever done anything for me was way back in like, December or so, I think was the time when, when like, I don't know if y'all remember, but he would tweet like crazy shit about China and like the trade war. And every time he would tweet bad shit, the stock market would go down. So I would buy them. And every time he would tweet the positive, it would go up. So then I would sell. So like, that's how I furnished my old crib. Like, just, you know, like, that's how I furnished my old crib. Timing tweets. And every time he tweeted something, I'm yeah. like, it's going to go down. I'm going to buy. Like, so all of that. So that's the only thing. But it's like I don't, I don't care too much about politics because I already think that the, the two party system, the electoral college, is, is deeply flawed. 
And I don't think they're going to present to me a candidate that is capable of bringing about the change that I want to see. And it's like people are like, oh, it's an excuse. What are you doing personally? What's your solution? It's like, nigga, I don't have a Like, I don't have a solution. I just, I like, I see people like, oh, you just, you're the, I, I remember I saw one of my friends and she was like, oh, yeah, you're the person in the group project that you just sit back and criticize. I'm like, first of all, you need somebody that's going to do that. Yeah, because and it's like, and I'm not like, like that's not my job. Like it's it's enough for me to work every day. So you tell me now, I got to think of solutions to public. Like that's what your elected officials are supposed to ideally be for, but they can't even do it. And you want me to do it? It doesn't make sense. So I actually have one question. Mm-hmm. One of my friends actually brought this up. Do you got the Democrats and Republicans? Do you think any of them no. actually care about the middle class? So, like, so what I'm asking is most of most of people that we know are either upper middle class, middle class, or lower middle class. They're like just being real. Just being real. We probably know a couple few people in that high tax bracket, but most people yeah. we know is upper middle class, middle class, and lower middle class. Do you think it affects us at all? Whether if Trump wins or Biden, uh, Trump won or Biden won? Like, do you think it affects? It's not affecting it affects me. <laughs> I'm gonna be good with that. I, I don't think it does. I, 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 and so, I, I, like, in some of my like reading that I do, I think people think the presidential election affects them a lot more than it does. And in reality, like, what's going on as far as like states' rights or like office in the state affects your Uh day-to-day like even locally like in your district like that affects you more than anything else but like getting all wrapped up over yeah we Mm -hmm. gotta get trump out of office or we gotta get biden in office or we gotta do this and it's like i feel like you can devote that energy to more local things you know what i'm saying it's like people only like people get riled up politically Mm -hmm. only when the presidential election comes around Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like the rest of the sure. four years, there's nothing. And it's like me personally, I don't claim to be super involved in politics. The only re- the only thing that I study about politics is I so I can defend like the opinions that I have and the positions that I take. Everything. But I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. gonna get super involved in it because I believe in general the entire system mm-hmm. is flawed. But I do like one thing that I do say, and I and I encourage yeah. you guys to it's like YouTube Bradley, is I want. Well, I'm going to start trying to get more involved mm-hmm. with like local elections and like different bills and stuff that's passed locally. For sure. like, I feel like that that's sort of like, you know, that's that's the best that you can do. But as far as once you start, you For get sure. bigger and stuff like that. I don't really see I don't see how that mm-hmm. benefits us, you know. That's what I agree. I feel like I definitely need to get more involved in. I definitely need to get more involved in local politics and know what's going on because I'm not really how I think. How I think is politicians are oh, all, all the smooth talkers, all the smooth talkers just to get through, all the smooth talkers. So I'm thinking that, and I'm just like, I can really care less. They're gonna tell us what they're gonna tell us what they want us to hear, and then when they get in the office, we might not even see it. So <laughs> I might not even see it, or it's probably not gonna affect me. And I shouldn't be thinking like that. I shouldn't be thinking like that, but that's honestly how I think. 
If it's not gonna yeah. affect me, I'm not really worried. And then, and then, so then people would say, okay, um, oh, let me ask you guys this. So over the past four years, right, in, in a Trump pres- uh, presidency, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play mm-hmm. devil's advocate a little bit, just, just. Fine. So in a Trump <laughs> presidency, right, we, we were under Trump, we were under Obama. I want you to yeah. tell me how you think your quality of life decreased under Trump, if you can even say that it did. It didn't. I mean, it didn't. I, I mean, didn't. I mean, at the beginning of Trump, I was a uh, beginning of Trump campaign. I was, I mean, like his presidency, mm-hmm. I was a college student at Prairie View. <laughs> Literally much. And then now at the end, now at the end, I'm making good money. So, like, I didn't really see a change <laughs> I mean, in life. I, the, I actually got better. Like, only thing I can say <laughs> is I, I think he did handle COVID. Probably the whole oh. he handled, like, that's, horribly. That's all you yeah, about Trump is that he handled you know, the yeah. whole COVID situation like a joke. You know what I'm saying? But that's pretty much it though. I mean, my life has really been the same. Like I mean, like uh I mean, like uh like Bradley said, uh shit, I mean when he got elected, I was a senior at Purview, graduated, got a job, and shit, I live in an apartment and now I'm finna close my <laughs> home, so I mean <laughs> Yeah, like congratulations again. Congratulations, brother. My life, but I think he affected everybody's day to day life, though, with mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah, definitely. That was that was piss poor. So, a, a question that I do have about COVID is like, what, what you guys just understand, like, you know, most I, so I don't, were, were you guys born here or? Okay, okay. I wasn't born here. I moved, yeah. I moved over here when I was eight. So, I mean, I've been here for a while. I have, I have a good understanding of how Americans are and like the general American mentality is like, so do you guys think Mm -hmm. that there could have been a president that could have convinced Americans to lock down? Yeah, I think so. No, no, I, I, I don't think Obama would have been somebody. Those, I mean, no, you, you, you you have to understand, you have to understand (laughs) white people, do not like being told what to do. <laughs> like, do not expect. You but, think but, they would like, listen to Obama? Like, I don't think they like it. Donald Trump but, handled like, it horribly. I definitely, have, but I don't think nobody stopping America. I do think it came like. with. I mean, to be honest, we had a bullshit ass <laughs> lockdown. One, mm-hmm. we opened up everything. We did way too early. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff had to do with just the instructions. Yeah. A lot of that stuff had to do with just. You know what I'm saying? Like with governors, like okay, the, the governor of Texas, he opened up Texas way too mm. early. A lot of that stuff had to do with just that right there. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, I think we would have, mm-hmm. we should have stayed locked down a little bit more longer. I think they should have restricted, you know, traveling not just from state to state. I mean, not I mean, I mean not just from like uh, global. I'm just talking about strict traveling. Period. I feel like I think that was. I think that's my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, and I do feel like when Biden gets in office, I do feel like he's going to restrict traveling. Like he's going to restrict state to state traveling. I feel like we're going to go on lockdown again. And honestly, <laughs> I don't want to. But I don't does. want to go on lockdown. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I mean, to be I honest, don't want you know, to go I'm on lockdown, bro. You, like I'm a very low key dude. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, be, I be chilling. But you know, I do feel like if we get on lockdown, do it the right way, I do feel like we can see a better, you know, summer. But, you know, potentially, mm. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, like, like I said, a lot of that stuff just has to do with just traveling, man. These people want to go travel. They want to go to these clubs. It's just like, it's just, it's 
I feel it. It's not even to me. It's not even because I'll go out when I feel like going out. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm not gonna act like I just during during this whole entire thing. I never went out. No, I, after a while, I was like, you know, fuck it. Let me have fun. I'm tired. Like so. Even if we do have a lockdown, I'm not yeah. really gonna miss that. It's just the freedom of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just that's really it for me, and that's really it for a lot of people. Like you have to understand, it's literally just the. Okay, I'm just gonna stop mm, doing all like, this on the drop of a dime. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go that's out much what makes uh, it hard. before. What's it called? Like before the whole COVID thing. Like I used to just be chilling at the crib, like whatever. Like I go to work. But I think, like, low-key, like, I've, yeah. and, and, and I feel terrible to say, like, I've been out more, like, <laughs> COVID-wise than I would be, like, that I used to go out before it. But then, like, also, like, I'm, I'm still, like, I'm, like, I go out, uh-huh. like, I know the people I'm going out with, like, we've all made that conscious decision to go out. Like, I'm not going around, like, mm-hmm. trying to people. And when I go home to Houston, like, I don't even go see my mm-hmm. sister because she's had a newborn. Like, I don't, I don't play with that at all. When I see people like this, all of us, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. all we're all going out. Like we know we all it is what it is. But so yeah, I think it's just that human interaction. Like it's like you need that you know, and it, it's difficult yeah. like to go without mm-hmm. it for a sustained amount of time. Like it, it does get a little rough, and it's like people are. You see, like people are getting divorced. Uh-huh. People are committing suicide. Yeah, oh, like it's just I heard it was. I heard it was like an all-time high. Yeah, really like Yeah, like, but no, no, Lee, Lee, no, Lee, Lee. Think about it. Think about it. When you marry, like, when these people married, they didn't really oh. get to be around them a lot because they had work. They had all these. They had all these other things. You don't understand, like, when you have all these other things going on, those are your kind of. You don't notice at the time, but those are your time away to be like, okay, I can de-stress as much as you might not call it de-stress. You're around other people at work. You're going around. You're probably going to the grocery store before you head to the house. Might hit a bar or something like that. And then you go home to your wife. And then it's like, okay, what's up? You had all that time. So now you just, that's it. But when you're in a three-month, four-month lockdown oh, with your wife and kids. People uh, lost their jobs. People, people are going crazy. Business. Like, there's so many like bad shit happening. It's yeah, like, it's it's, there's not really a safe space. So it's like people are just, people are losing it. And I get it. Like, I understand, yeah, we got to be safer, but then I also understand, like, bro, it's human nature to want human interaction, like, even as unsafe as it might be. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you, man. So, I feel you. Like, it's, it's, it's hard to stay in just one spot, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially in your 20s and shit like that, your 30s, early 30s. Like, you trying to expect hard. a 24, 25-year-old kid to just really be in the house? <laughs> like, that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, like when it first happened, like I was kind of just trying to stay in the house, but I had to find I had to find hobbies and stuff. I got to do like I go walking now, I go jogging, I go bicycling, mm-hmm. like because you gonna you gonna lose your mind if you just really mm-hmm. stay in the crib, bro. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then honestly, for me, quarantine was. I felt bad for saying it. I remember I used to tell people this. I was like, twenty twenty has literally been the best year for me, like, personally, as far as moving up than it's ever been. Like, I was fresh college grad, and I'm making all these marks and milestones and getting all these things done, but I felt bad for feeling that way because of everything that's going on. So, like, for me, the quarantine had me, gave me time to actually lock down and 
do certain things like focus. I didn't have a lot of distractions. I'm in my apartment. I'm in my apartment working. I'm in my apartment working and I'm doing some other stuff instead of doing work. And I'm going to pay for it. But <laughs> I'm going to pay for it. But I lost my job, so now I can say that. But um, quarantine was the best time for me because of that. It got me way more prepared for what I want to do in my life. Actually, have a structure, sit down, sit down planning, have goals, hit when I want to hit these certain goals. So quarantine was a great this year has been a great time because it taught me. How, and you can't feel bad for how that. Like, it's not your fault. You didn't cause, you know, you didn't cause COVID. Like, yeah. just because you, there's a, you know, there's a yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. Or like, you know, like there's a glimmer of sunlight. Like, it's not your fault. You know, like, you just, yeah. You know, she's working out for mm-hmm. you. She's not working out for other people. Like, you know, not, not in a callous sort of like it is where you can't feel bad. Because other people, yeah, are struggling. yeah, you're not the reason why they're struggling. You know what I'm saying? Like you just got to internalize it. Hey, like I'm happy with where I am yeah. right now. You know? For sure. Yeah, for sure. So that's how I kind of work <laughs> quarantine. But we got way off. Bro, topic. what are y'all like, like? What are y'all feeling about? How, <laughs> uh, like, like you know, like the first day of election, like when they were doing like the votes and stuff like that, man. You know? So I thought the, I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought the first night. I thought I, was, I got the end. I woke up like at midnight, and then like my group chat, everybody's like, "Damn, you know, I knew Trump was gonna win." I'm like, "Bro, how did Trump win?" Like, but he didn't win though. But it took a long time for them to do the votes and stuff like that. For my, um, again, <laughs> keep it real with you. I wasn't stressing about it. <laughs> I, I wasn't stressing about it. Only thing, the only, the only thing I was nervous about is when. The first day I got my hair, the first day of election, I got my hair cut downtown Ooh, and I was seeing them yeah. boarding up places in Dallas. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh shit, bro. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Nah, like, bro, I'm people scared. fed up with Trump, man. It's not people, people, people. Bro, people, yeah, like, people I was like, scared, think bro. That everybody's like for Trump. No, a lot of people are fed up with that nigga, man. Like, even people who voted him in. Are fed up with that dude, bro. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really get scared about people saying it's gonna be a civil war and shit like that. Like, yeah, it's, not bro, like, it's not. It's like, not like, like, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. But you, you can't lie. I'm thinking like it's gonna be. The, I'm seeing boarded up. Things. Nah, but like, it's hurricane like, season like, coming through. Like I was like, 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 I'm like, what? You no, know, I have a gun. Like, I went to academy and like you know you, know, you see all the guns being gone and you see yeah, the bullets being gone. bullish kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, so <laughs> you have your license to carry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah, I just got my shit. I, I I encourage everybody to get it on some real. This just like you got. And you know. And like you know, I see all that happening. Maybe you know, maybe some is going on, but I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't worried though. Man. It's just you know, people just people want things to happen like that. I'm no. sure so bad, bro, I be hating, I be hating that shit so bad. Like, oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, wait, I'm scared of these Trump supporters. Like my nigga, it's not the fifties. Like you can fight back. <laughs> This isn't Jim Crow, bro. Like, like, bro. And what what really blew, really fucking blew me was like people that would be like, like, like people that would be like, oh yeah, uh, don't let your president get you fucked up. Uh, I wish a racist would. 
And then it's still safe. Bro. I'm like, shut up. Hey, guys, make sure you're safe tonight on election night. These Trump supporters are crazy. It's like, nigga, you're not crazy too? Like, like, so I just, I never just understood it. And it's, I, and I feel like there's, there's also another problem is just how we just, we just give these people power, you know? Like in our head, we're just like so scared of them. Oh, and we're just. The thing is, the thing is with those things, what's every time somebody said, I wish a Trump supporter would, I wish Trump, the thing is, bro. If they disrespect me that bad, there will be no recording because I'll try to beat his ass. Real talk. There will be no recording. What am I recording this person saying yeah, I don't, I don't just to go that. viral and stuff like that? There's no point. If, if I feel that threatened, if I feel that threatened that this person's about to harm me, I'm beating his ass. I'm, a, I'm feeling that threatened. Me recording, me recording is not doing anything. We already know these people, we already know these people act like that. And what like me, bro, like I, like when I go outside, man, I'm not looking to start up with nobody, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one type of niggas who's going to be looking to find me a Trump flag or whatever. But, yeah, people just love to record stuff, man. Like, I don't I don't understand that. Like, defend yourself or something. Draw, like, you know, drive away or something. But this whole era of, like, just recording shit and saying you got fast, like, bro, you, you're, grown, you're, you're a grown-up, bro. Like, like. Don't let nobody play with your manhood, bro. Like, there's no way. There's no way somebody. Like, there's, there's no way somebody. Pulled exactly. Up on me, bro. I'm just gonna tell you right now. I'm not. I'm not picking up my phone. I'm, I'm clutching my. I'm, I'm, I'm you said he's gonna pick some up. It's not gonna be the fuck. I'm not picking up no phone. I'm seeing like a video of like a, like this female or something got pulled up by like. Trump cars and Trump trucks and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, bro, like that's like that's, that's just crazy, man. Like, I don't know. Oh man. So okay. <laughs> so let's get back. We talked about the crime bill. One question I have I have about that actually, which is um what I really kind of thought about it. That crime bill, I honestly feel I didn't think he was I didn't really mm. think he was trying to do it out of malice. Like what you said, I don't think he really know what he got himself into. I think he was, because it's kind of a hard spectrum to put yourself on. In the hood, they're trying to stop crime from happening. Like, people in the hood want better, want better resources, better everything. They want the crime to stop. But when you're not really introduced to more resources, more money, these people gotta, you gotta find a way to provide ways from the Mm-hmm. Like provide money for your family, provide groceries on the table, so they're gonna mm-hmm. go to dealing and everything, the street life and shit. So that crime bill kind of fucks, kind of fucks everything up, but is trying to make things safer. But mm-hmm. that in turn putting a whole bunch of people of color in jail. So I think most of them uh, trying to take care know? of their family. So that's yeah, yeah. So that's the reason I was kind of like I, I understand. I don't think he did out of malice. Yeah. But I don't think he really thought about what he was doing. When cause the crime like think of man, if you think about it, bro. People in the hood are most likely selling, most likely selling, dealing. They take care of their people. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna of course you're gonna have those people who just trying to do it for money, but more times than not, they're trying to take care of their people. So now you're arresting those same people trying to take care of the people. You're putting a whole bunch of black men, people of color in jail in jail because of that. And then that's taken away that father figure, you know, and taking away that father figure, taking away a lot of these people in the hood to trying to make it safer. Mm-hmm. But and in terms, so, it just comes more and more crime thing, because uh, of that. About what the crime bill did, 
Um, so I know we all went to school. We got like the Pell Grant or whatever. So inmates are actually eligible. We're actually eligible for Pell Grants. Yeah. And I think one of one of the things that, that crime bills did was it took away that funding, and so inmates couldn't get um, Pell Grants anymore. And so it's like you set you're tougher on crime, right? So you send them to jail. You wow. they don't have an opportunity to get an education anymore in jail because you took away like this motherfuckers don't have money so like it's not like you take that away and it's like finally and then you release yeah, sure. like you know and it's like what do you expect people to do so I mean so thankfully I think around Obama started a program called like the Second Chance Pilot Initiative where they started like partnering colleges with mm-hmm. uh, like prisons and stuff like that I don't really know the whole details but they started putting that money back into the criminal justice system, but it was, and it's like, so it's like he he probably didn't do it from a point of malice or whatever, but it's just in general, mm-hmm. there has been no acknowledgement of mm-hmm. the widespread generational exactly. harm that that tough on crime mm-hmm. stance has like mm-hmm. did. And there has been no commitment from his mm-hmm. like when I when I look at Joe Biden's political career from the, the information that I know I know of him from the there's three things I know about Joe Biden I know number one he wrote and he pushed the crime bill number two I think he was the senator of Delaware I think it was mm-hmm. for a while and Delaware has the most incorporated mm-hmm. like the most corporations. I don't know if it's in the United States or if it's in the world, like they have the most headquarters because it's a tax haven for massive corporations. Like he was instrumental in pushing through hella tax breaks. Mm-hmm. Number three, if I don't know if you guys know, but fun fact, if you go bankrupt, mm-hmm. your student loan debt is one of the only kinds of debt that you aren't free from if you go bankrupt. And that's as a result of Biden. And I think that's where... Him and wow, uh, Elizabeth that. Warren first, like, they started, like, clashing politically because she was for that. Like, he was pushing that, and she was against it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when I think of Biden's political career, I think of mm-hmm. an individual that has proven time and time again that he's not for the general public. He's for corporations. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is, like, he's, he's everything mm-hmm. that I think is wrong with <clears throat> politics. Not being people, they push corporate ideals, mm-hmm. and in general, it, it doesn't benefit people how they think they do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so that's like that was that was another reason why I, mm-hmm. you know, I said I didn't vote just because I I can't vote for this guy that I don't agree with, and I also can't vote for this guy mm-hmm. that I also don't agree with. And, uh, and also mm-hmm. the other option is yeah. third party, but your third party <laughs> okay. vote. If you, you vote that, you feel good about yourself. But with the way the electoral college works, your third party vote has a snowball's chance in hell of actually doing anything. And so it's like <laughs> it's just it's one of those. Mm-hmm. And also, like I, I don't know if I'm ranting or not. I apologize if I am. But I, I feel this is this might not be as popular of a thought. Oh, you good? But I feel like people use voting or like voting presidentially as an excuse to not be incredibly active politically. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, okay, I voted for this guy, right? I, I did I my part. I contributed I to 
to democracy. I did this, 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 and this. And then it's like, you ask them, okay, what else are you doing? And it's like, nothing. You know, it's like, you're not even, you're not even politically educated. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you're you not politically educated. And not to, like, not to say, like, I'm just super politically, but like, you're not politically educated. And you've done this, and you think you've done a lot more than you really have. Mm-hmm. Right, and you feel good about yourself. It's like people recording themselves snatching mm-hmm. down "Make America Great Again" banners and posting that. It's like you think you've done something, but in reality, you <laughs> haven't done anything, and that makes you feel good. And people give you your kudos. You post your "I voted" mm-hmm. sticker, etc., etc., etc. And it's like when that when that virtue signaling is over, what else? You know, and it's. Like, what mm-hmm. what more are you doing? And mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And it's I all uh, it's all smoke and mirrors, in my opinion, mm-hmm. my humble opinion. I agree, I agree. So now we're going to the kind of the last two, and so Joe Biden, he's there, he's running, and he announces <laughs> his running mate, Kamala Harris. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Kamala Harris was it, it, she was getting under she was under fire because apparently she said a lot of I'm not too well versed on it so I don't want to say anything wrong but wasn't it was two things she said no to putting trans men trans women in um in women prisons and that became a big thing and then she got um <clears throat> sending a lot of black people mm-hmm. here in California it's kind of her crime, like so. So when like she that. was uh, when she was attorney general, I think in I think like Cali, uh, maybe San Francisco in specific, but I don't think Cali just brought face. So there were there were yeah, three Cali. things that people really yeah. rag on her for, right? Number one, um, there was there was this push to get mm-hmm. like I guess nonviolent <laughs> offenders out of jail, and she made that incredibly difficult. Like she fought against that. Um, mm-hmm. She has a history of so you, you guys know you know, you guys remember Backpage right? Yeah, you know, like niggas used to get on back like people would get on Backpage for sex work right? It was like a huge thing, and so they yeah. shut that down. And so she was a huge part of sh- like driving shutting down Backpage. And one of the things is like so people say like you know it sounds like oh yeah that's good we shut down this thing where people you know sell sex when in reality what it did was it took away a safe space for sex workers you know what i'm saying it took away like a place where they can like vet clients and stuff like that and it's like and also um it harmed like anti-sex trafficking work because there was a common place to trace things to Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like she did. So there's that. So people rag on her for her history, like criminal criminalization of sex workers is another thing. And then there was she pushed this bill that criminalized truancy. So it made parents liable for mm-hmm. their parent, like their kids missing too much school. It's like, yeah, we're going to make you pay this fine or mm-hmm. we're going to send you to jail. And there's a, a bit of a debate that people get into about whether or not. She was actually sending people to jail. I know there's a couple of stories of people that got arrested either as a result of that particular policy or mm-hmm. policy that was modeled on it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She has a reputation for, for being a cop. Like they call her Cop Mala, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's she has a very, very pro law and order. You know, she's a, she's a pro law and order foundation. And it's like people, especially in this time of defund the police, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, people ragged on mm-hmm. her history of that and it's like she's another person that mind you I, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the old debates of her when she was still running her and mm-hmm. Joe she's calling Joe a racist oh yeah she is it was, that was funny mm-hmm. that was <laughs> she's Joe this Joe this Joe sucks Joe this Joe this Joe this and then all of a sudden you get the VP oh I think Joe Biden is the only person that Joe Biden we did it we did it and it's like come on. <laughs> And it's like how can how can your position just switch like that? And like that's it's it's all just smoke and mirrors. Like they just gonna tell you what you want to hear. Uh, Lee, what do you think, bro? I'm not gonna sit here like I know a lot about her. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. I be I do see people on Twitter uh, talk talk kind of not mm-hmm. badly about her, but they they do say this a couple of things that y'all been saying. So you know, I've kind of been kind of curious why people don't like yeah. her, but. Now that I know, no, <laughs> man. But I do. Shit, I'm. I do have one question on things. What do y'all think about her with the trans woman not letting them into a woman prison? What you mean? So pretty so, much, she, um, they said Kamala Harris did not. She stopped something from to letting trans women go into women prisons. So. Mm-hmm. Women who are then—I mean, men who are then spot themselves as women, not going like—I mean, they shouldn't. I mean, they—they—they. They, they to me, it's, I mean, it's like a. No. To me, I get where, where people can be upset, but man, you—the the problem with that is, is you're gonna have those people who will take advantage of that. See, and and who are you to tell those people I, that? Oh, but, you're not really a woman. But they're men, though. Do you get what I'm I, I can't. I can't. I can't agree with that. When when you say like first of all like who wants to so I think the the tr- like from my understanding of like transsexuals and the the process it takes for like the gender it's not it's not an easy choice uh-huh. you know what I'm saying and so it's like who is really going through all of that like so they can end up I think it was, you said it was trans women in male prisons. Yes. Yeah. No, but, yeah, oh, just, oh, yeah. So trans women to be in a woman prison, she didn't want that because, because so, essentially they're still men, and she thought, you know. So I see both sides, you know. So like I'm like, uh, I just so so part of it is when when trans women or people that are that are transitioning go into these men's prison, right? This isn't mm-hmm. this isn't. Uh, like a, a situation where it's like, oh, it's someone that that identifies with women, but they can defend. Like, they're they're they get sexually assaulted. Yeah, they do. Like the, they do. Like the, the the trans women get sexually assaulted by yes. men in men's exactly. Sports. So it's like uh-huh. putting them in that situation isn't. It's not. And people try to defend it and. By saying, "Oh yeah, it's it's not a good idea." It's like it's not like they're gonna go to women's prison and be assaulting all the women. Like they identify as women. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's the reason. So that's the reason why I'm just like I understand that part. And then you, of course, you can't have taxpayers 
you can't have taxpayers be like, let's make a transfer. Hmm. I don't know. But then, uh, so another thing, I guess, that was with her when, when on the whole trans topic was I think there had been a, there had been a situation where there was a trans woman that was going to jail mm-hmm. and was trying to get the gender, like, they, she was trying, they, like, she, Kamala, like, fought to block her medical care mm-hmm. while she was in jail. And so, like, people talk about that. And so there's, like, there's a... It's a murky around that time because she says she she didn't actively block it. It was more mm-hmm. so her office did. And as, mm-hmm. you know, the, the attorney general or whatever, she, you know, basically the top lawyer, mm-hmm. she had to defend it. But then it's mm-hmm. like, I can't defend someone that calls themselves a top cop. Because I... Oh, I, yeah. oh man. I understand... Oh. Detriment of the history <laughs> of policing that it yeah. has had on black people. Like I understand, like it's clear. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. so, I can't support someone whose policies have upheld that. Like it, it doesn't make sense. And it's mm-hmm. like you, the only like people support it because it's all about how Trump this, Trump this, Trump this, and I like. I feel like you should support someone for their policies, not because mm-hmm. you hate someone else's policies. Yeah, so that's kind of how I felt with when everybody was celebrating. Oh, Biden won. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy that Biden won just because I don't like Trump, but I ain't celebrating it. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> celebrating. I'm not celebrating spending my money. Hey, man, Biden won. Let's go get some shots. Hell no. Nah. I don't care. I, I'm still. I'm happy that Trump is out. But I'm not celebrating that Biden, <laughs> that Biden won. It's still the lesser of two evils, and you're celebrating an evil. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just can't do it. Yeah. Well, I saw somebody yeah, said, I I'm at work. Yeah, I, I could cry. I said, why? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, get yeah, I, said, so I said, why? Why are you going to cry? Bro, <laughs> bro said, you know, like, really be honest. I Like, really be honest. I want to ask those people. How has your life changed <laughs> in those four years of Trump? We should. I really want to ask with people in those four years. How has your life changed? So I'm not for the guy because I don't like him. But you said you can cry. You must have been going through hell these past years. Like, <laughs> and like, and and like, that's not to say that Trump didn't do some things that yeah. were, I guess, bad in, that were, no, not even, I guess, that were bad in office. His his immigration, he was, his immigration stance was very, yeah. number one, I, I admit, yes, he was divisive, he was divisive as a president, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want horrible. That. But in general, me personally, I don't care about how divisive the president is because when I see the president, all I see is the, the avatar of everything that I think is wrong with the United States as a whole. Mm-hmm. So whether he's divisive, whether he's united, like America mm-hmm. is flawed in its own. Okay. So like I'm not okay. gonna get super happy about that. But yeah, and then so then there, there's that whatever, right? And then you talk about his immigration, like in general, immig- like immigration is like. Have you guys? Do you guys like know about like, like the whole? All of these detention centers, right, that people talk about under Trump. I heard it was there during Obama, too. It started under Obama. Obama actually deported more people than Trump did. 
the the difference is in their immigration stance, right? For example, uh-huh. when Obama was deporting people, he was more for deporting like either individuals that had just got here, or he wasn't really too keen on breaking up families, right? Mm-hmm. Trump doesn't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't. I don't care how long you've been here, I don't care if I gotta send you and like the husband and wife back and leave the kids here. It's like everybody gotta go. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The thing is, it wouldn't be, he wouldn't be able to do that and you have to trace it back. He wouldn't be able to do that if this didn't start under Obama. His ice was very true, empowered under the Obama administration. And it's like, very true. he didn't just come in and start doing these things. It's like the, the, the foundation was there. People talk about USPS getting defunded, right? USPS, mm-hmm. USPS has been under siege by the presidency since Bush. And every every president that has come into office has further destabilized the United States Postal Service <laughs> attempt to privatize it. Right? Uh-huh. And so it's like all of these things, like all like they he just he picked up what everybody else put down. Yeah, he did other things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that people don't agree with, but it's like a lot of it is he just he did what like he just followed in the long tradition uh-huh. of the presidents. Like so I he got just, he just I, made his own rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what that's what they hate. And that's my thing. Oh, and like that's, that's my last point is I feel like that's what the the powers that be hate about Trump. Mm-hmm. Is that he doesn't fit in line with them? It's not that he doesn't fit in line with the general public. They don't care about the general public. Mm. It's that he draws too much. Like the voter turnout was ridiculous this year. <laughs> like that, I don't. <laughs> like that's nuts. I think he's. I don't know if he was right, but he tweeted. He said he had seventy million votes, like the most for a sitting president ever. No, or whatever. And it's like, do you know what's crazy? What's up? I had those. I had somebody who I used to work with. He actually hit me up the other day. Mm. We were talking for about a good two hours. He voted Trump in 2016. Mm. He was like, he's gonna make a difference. But he was just like, he's just so dumb of a president. <laughs> he couldn't even vote for him again. <laughs> he said he just yeah, couldn't like, vote for him like, again. Like, like I was, I, like, I was saying, I was saying, um, I was saying on Twitter, um, I was like. You know, I feel like it's a difference between Republicans who actually vote Republican and then Trump supporters. Because I know Republicans, because because I know Republicans who you know they they vote their party, but they just couldn't vote for Trump no more because they don't Mm -hmm. agree with the shit he's done. Yeah, that's definitely true. They don't like people vote for Republican policies and people vote for Democratic policies, and it's like when people were like, "Oh yeah." People that didn't vote wasted their vote. It's like some of these niggas that didn't vote were gonna vote Republican. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Like they're Republicans. They bro. don't like Trump. Like they're Republicans. Look, like they're hardcore Republicans. Look, all I'm gonna say is the thing. All I'm gonna say is, is that one thing I've always stood firm on. I said, if you are a black African person of color, I want somebody to just. Tell the policies to you without telling you the party, and I promise you, <laughs> more people of color will align with Republicans. Like, than bro, really, 
I promise. Wait a second. I kind of agree with that. And it's like the Democratic Party gets like 90% of the black vote. Yeah. It's a ridiculous number. Like black people have been voting blue for so long. Yeah, because that's like, what they're taught by their parents. Yeah. And it, but if you put if you put a blind a blind poll, don't say Republican or Democrat. Just, you will see a lot of people agree. Because we all want to be rich. Let's be real. We all want to be rich. I remember, you, we, which was a big video that came up with the I Am Athlete. You've seen Channing Crowder made that statement that, you know what, since I'm the highest tax bracket, I don't mind getting taxed at 40% because all the people I know don't make this much. So I don't mind taking that pay cut. Not a lot of people think that way. If you've seen that video, you had Chad out your single kind of like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Not a lot of people think that way, bro. So that's why I'm saying these people literally vote Democrat because that's what we're taught to do. Our parents said that. But if you really look, just someone tell you the policies, and, and at the end, they'll tell you, well, you really think Republican. They'll be like, nah, nah. I th-. It's because we don't have, black people don't have that luxury. That's the problem. It's like uh-huh. black people are the only race of people where our identity has been tied to a political party. And we uh-huh. think that we have to vote Democrat. Like we're not allowed to vote for out of self-interest. White people can vote for self out of self-interest. Oh, like other other people can vote. Like they have that luxury. Like we can vote for this. We can vote for this because I agree with this. Black people have to think, oh, like these people want these things. And because of how they affect us as black people, I can't vote for that. Even though individually, mm-hmm. like I might want that, but oh, just because, look. and, and so it's it just, it's another, like, look. it's just how fu- we were fucked up. Like, we're... Look, I'm be so real. White people don't care about how poor white people live. They don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't. They don't, they don't care how poor white people live. And I feel like that's how it is in other races, too. I don't feel like it's rich Hispanic people. You will you 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 will tell the difference. They don't care about how poor Hispanic people. They do not care. Black people are only people that would you know. There's obviously some that don't care, but more times than not, they will care about how those poor people live because that's more likely where they came mm-hmm. from. So that's the reason why it's like that. So when a lot of people vote, they're not even voting for themselves. They're voting for. I need to make sure my people are good. And that's why the Democratic Party can abuse that. The whole, and they can abuse that. That's why that black vote matters so much. That black, man, you got people sucking the job for that thing. You got Joe Biden, dude. You got Kamala Harris. She's over, she's doing a lot for the black vote. Because they said, you're not black if you don't vote for me. I said, nigga, what? <laughs> what? Tell me. Bro, he, he said it with the Ebonics and everything. Like, so what did you just tell me? And it's like, and the thing is, like, people say, "Yeah, you're not, you're not black if you don't vote Democrat." And it's like, am I? And, it's like, and this is, no, I'm not a Republican or anything by that. I'm just, it's just interesting how we have to vote a certain way, and it's just uh huh, definitely. Okay, so let's go to the last topic, which. These next four years, how do you see America being? Like, how do you think the Biden administration? <laughs> bro, I ain't gonna, like, I ain't trying to sound goofy or nothing, bro. Like, this is just how I'm feeling, bro. Like, 
it's like ever since Biden got elected, I know he just got elected just like yesterday, but it just like it just feels different outside, bro. <laughs> Like it just feels different, bro. Like just this the feeling knowing that like bro like, next year, like this nigga's not gonna be in office. Okay. Like, I, don't know. I, I hope I hope, it, I hope you give a crazy stimulus, nigga. <laughs> oh, I, oh my hey look. If he shuts down everything and gives us a crazy I, stimulus check, hey, shut down everything. Shut it down and pay people is cool. Like, I love it. Like, I need it. (laughs) That'll be the only way. That'll be the only way I will be really cool with shutting down. Are you giving me like a crazy stimulus? Okay. Go ahead, shut it down, man. You people stay at home. That'll be the only way. Niggas need money, bro. It's it's hard out here. And it's like, thankfully, you know. I'm blessed. I have a I have a job that's flexible. I can work. I'm working from home. Like everything's still good. But it, not even like you know, not even just for myself. But I understand like there's people out there that need that. And I I hated how one thing I hated was how the stimulus became like a political ploy. And that was another thing that it pissed me off about the Democratic Party and like all this shit that Nancy Pelosi was doing. And it's like, bro, you're playing with people's lives. You know, so like you can't be playing politics with people's lives. Like that's not good. And it's like, and also like Trump was doing it too. Like, like it's just fucked up. And it's like when, when our lives become jokes. Like that's what like the life of the average person is a joke. Like they're not really there to better people's lives. Like they're trying to prove. Mm-hmm. It. And it's just, mm-mm. I just can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I t- I totally agree. So. Y'all don't, y'all don't see anything being different next four years? Or... Uh, just got to see, honestly. So I don't, shit, my I don't prediction really... is we will get in some sort of war. Or Ooh, some, wow. something, something, there's going to be something, something's going to happen like foreign-wide. Like that's just not gonna be because I don't I, I I don't know maybe I'm wrong but I feel over the past four years there weren't really there wasn't really that much going on as I far mean, as foreign like foreign intervention you know what I'm saying yeah like and I think I was reading something that said is like Trump was one of the like first president in a long time that had like he didn't like nothing really happened overseas <laughs> with him I mean like he was talking hella shit about yeah. China but that's about I mean, like, but as far as like, <laughs> Or like military, like yeah, for action. sure. Nothing ever really happened. There was, I mean, there was that assassination. I think of that Syrian war chief, and that we set like missile strike and whatnot. But it never escalated. I think that there's going to be something that escalates in the next four years, just Ooh. because like, that's just that's just my personal opinion. Because I feel yeah. if this new administration represents that that USA that intervenes overseas, whether, mm-hmm. and and I guess I can say whether it be good or bad, but I don't think it's ever good. I don't think we should be poking our noses in other places trying to install governments and all that stuff with that. It's like, mm, but that's, that's personal opinions, but I, that's, that's one of my predictions. Other predictions. Okay. Um, I don't know if, let's, I can't say if things will be better because I didn't think that they were that bad under, like, for me personally, mm-hmm. I didn't suffer under Trump administration. There were things I didn't like about him as a person, 
but mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't feel effects from his policies. I, there, might, there are people that did. You know, I could definitely say that. I mean, shit, if Biden come in and he passed this, I saw he was talking about some some student loan relief. Hey, like that. Give me all that. <laughs> okay, give me like, all that. Okay, my life is going to be better. Give me all that. I'm like, I'll appreciate that. But then it's like, then I start thinking about other things. It's like I was reading about something else. Like I read like random Twitter threads on, like I'd be following like random people or read random articles. Yeah, sorry. Reading something and it was talking about how Student loan relief is actually one of it's like when you consider like public reform or things that help the community, student loan relief is low hanging free, right? And I paused, okay. I was like, How can you say that? And it's like when you consider it's like, what percentage of low income households do you think really have student loans? Very true. It's, Shit, like, you know, and it's like when you start to think about it, it's like who is that really going to benefit? It's going to benefit, you know, the college educated people that went to school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not really going to help. Exactly. The it, low, they, very true. They can't eat. They don't have health care. Like, for example, things like Medicare for all, like mm-hmm. that's something, that's policy that benefits like low income across the board. Mm-hmm. It's like student loan relief, they, 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 they benefit sort of that middle class, that lower middle class, upper middle class. That will kind of be the first thing for the middle class that will help us. Exactly. That, but, that, that'll be it. But it's not going to help as far as like that disparity. And so I saw mm-hmm. that and I was like, damn, like I never really thought about it that way. Like, never. I actually I, like that a lot. You know, like, I still want the nigga to do it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me personally, I don't, I don't like having student loans, but it's like, yeah. it's like you have to think about that. The, the argument was being made that. If stu- if we do get student loan relief, then we start to hear that excuse. Yeah, we gave y'all student loan relief, so we don't have the money to make healthcare better. Oh, and now it's like that's being used. It's it's like a bait and switch. It's like we give you this; mm-hmm. it doesn't affect all the people that you think it is. It doesn't really make life better, but yes. it seems as if we get this massive thing. And it's like, hmm. Now I start to sit back and think. It's like, what really? will make better as far as like not only for me but for the vast majority of people mm-hmm. okay so my thing is say this last part and then start wrapping this up I'm I'm worried about that vaccine mm. I'm, not <laughs> I'm, worried, I'm, I'm worried I'm worried about that, honestly do you how are they gonna push it that's what I'm saying. Are they going to push it where if you don't take the vaccine, you can't do certain things? I'm worried about the vaccine. I'm not, Trump I'm was not, not trying to push shit, that yeah. vaccine a lot because of Fauci, but now I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm worried about that vaccine. Are they going to make it so so important where you can't do certain things? I don't think they're going to do that to make it like you can't do shit, but I do think they're going to my opinion, I think they're gonna do how the flu shot is basically. They're they're not gonna pressure you. They're just gonna ask. You I mean, but essentially, you know, some people can't go to school unless they get flu shot. I is that true? Because I I've never got a flu shot. I've, I've 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 seen it happen at my elementary school before. I think I've, I've seen it happen at an elementary I, school that I went to before. I mean, I don't know, man. That's that's a good question because I think they said they're trying to. Uh, push the the vaccine what in the winter yeah time? like and to be honest bro a vaccine made under less than a year who's taking that who feels comfortable taking that i don't think i don't think we'll get it till mid uh like next year 
So would you take it? Is what I'm I don't know. I it's like I, it's like once I start saying that I wouldn't take it, I feel like I'm putting on my tinfoil hat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I'm I'm like you know the nigga in the basement on the ham radio. <laughs> don't trust the government. Don't do this. Don't do this. But that also it's like we do have examples of the government giving people harmful vaccines. So it's like, am I putting my tinfoil hat? Is this a legitimate fear? I don't know. But I don't know because I mean I see what you're saying though, bro. But everybody, yeah, everybody's body's different. Yeah. They react different. You know what I mean? Some some people have different types of sicknesses and stuff like that. So I I don't know, man. I mean that's a hard question. I mean because I mean like me like you just said, uh, if, if people take it and they don't feel nothing, they just you know whatever. Yeah, I might take it, but me personally, I never took the flu vaccine. I never got the flu. I'm 25, so yeah. it's like, and I feel it. it's like I'd be I'm out right now, and there's no vaccine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, because the biggest thing for them is like, don't think about you. Think about the people who have passed away from it. You know, that's what people are gonna say. I'm just like, I do, I, I do think about. I, I get it. I get it. I think about them, but. I tell niggas all the time, man. Just take, just take the vitamin, <laughs> vitamin C. Like, oh man, oh D3. man, you about to put kombucha? Nah, I've been taking my vitamins and stuff. All of that, bro. you gonna be fine. I've been taking my vitamins, bro, and shit. But I mean, I went to, the, I went to a doctor because I get a yearly oh. physical, and like the doctor said that it's gonna go away eventually. But I don't know, man. Some days I just be. Some days, bro, I really just think about like how's this all gonna. Like, to be play honest, out? I don't. How's this gonna just? Work? I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, as as again, I said, working as a teacher, and I'm seeing honestly, the reason I don't want the lockdown is I don't want to be at home teaching these kids. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, like, I coach football, I coach football, and everything. So I'm just like, I still want to be doing that. Mm-hmm. You no, know, like, I literally did it just to. I literally did it just because I can literally be around what I love. While also finishing up school, so like, if you tell me I gotta teach at home, I'm like, damn, <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, it's gonna suck. You know what I'm saying? That's actually what happened. Why a lot of teachers actually did leave? They didn't teach this year because they didn't like the way how it was teaching from home, teaching kids at home, like teach from home, and they're doing hybrid. They don't pay attention. Imagine they don't. Yeah, like, bro, like you want some 14 through 18 year old kids to leave be through the computer and pay attention when they're at home, bro, and their phone's right it, there. And, it, you don't, you don't, you don't, nothing, you don't, you don't learn from that. Like, you're not high school kids should not be doing online classes because they're not ready for that yet. No kid, bro, no oh, kid. Oh, especially elementary. Oh, elementary, wow. Elementary, middle school, no and, and, and It's not making, class. they're not getting better. Like, they're not learning anything. They're not learning nothing. They're just they're not learning down, anything. Bro. They're just doing it to they're get just, by. Doing it to get by. I mean, but it's 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 a pretty pretty deal because it's like, bro, like if you send kids to school, then now what? Um, when, you're, when, you're, when you're in the hallway. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, the hallway, hallway how we have it right now is it's very. It's, people can't stand. You can't walk with your friends side to side. I literally have to send these, send a boy and a girl just for holding hands because they're in a relationship. Send them to the office. Dead serious, dead serious. <laughs> One time I didn't do it. They looked at the camera and said, "Why didn't you get those people?" I, like, I didn't know I was supposed to get them. But like, <laughs> bro, go. 
Going to school now just seems what, so bro? stressful, bro. Like, how do you eat? In the cafeteria, it looks like they're in jail. They got plexiglass. They got plexiglass. They got plexiglass on the other side. You can't sit across from somebody. Somebody has to sit six feet away from you and talk. I feel like you're in prison. I just, bro, you might as well just homeschool your kid. I mean, it's that like that's just too much. That's just really um, that's my selfish thing. I don't really want to have the lockdown because of that, but I don't want to take the vaccine. So, (laughs) um, that's really how I feel about it. But how do y'all think it's gonna play out though? Like, how do y'all know? I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. Like, do do y'all think it's gonna eventually just? One day we get no <laughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID is like, gone. No, COVID that, <laughs> no, like I'm no, like I'm just saying, like COVID, like is dying down, or you know, do you think it's gonna just be here, like it's like like the flu or something? I don't know. I really, I, I can't even start to think. You know, I, I never even, I never thought that there would be anything that would cause anything. You know, like this. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even see this coming. So it's like even a, yeah. I just, I don't see a. Because first of all, in my head, it feels like everything's back to normal again. To be honest? No, no, no. Straight <laughs> up, straight up. There was actually about two weeks where I forgot. Wearing a mask becomes so normal. I forgot we actually. I forgot what I was wearing a mask for. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I forgot I was wearing a mask for. Just taking trips, like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people, people yeah. don't give a fuck no more. And it's like, I mean, niggas just tired, bro. So, I, I don't know. Maybe, like. And cases are rising, you know, like we're we're breaking oh, records sure. on <laughs> <laughs> like we're breaking records on increased cases, and it's like it's like an afterthought. So I don't know, I don't know what it's even gonna look like of this. Maybe we'll just we'll start to hear vaccine trials. And I mean, because uh, you think about it, man, like it's a backseat because man, we are in quarantine, George Floyd happened. Mm. All these back-to-back things are happening. So like Vaccine, like quarantine, vaccine, all that. COVID took a backseat. Then the election came right when police brutality was um at its highest. The NBA playoffs came back with the restart. There were so many things that was like, you know what? COVID is still going on, but there's so many things at hand right now. Everything, literally, when the police brutality started with George Floyd, everything went different. Mm-hmm. Like everything was different. COVID was not a thing anymore to anybody. You had the protests, you had the people going out, and then it literally went to the NBA restart, and then it started the election, and then it, it like fast forward to so many things for COVID. I don't even think they're putting the COVID cases on the ticker at CNN anymore. <laughs> yeah, they just could be caring. Yeah, so. Yeah, nobody cares, man. I mean, I thought this show was going to be like a little <laughs> month, little deal, man. <laughs> Well, you tell us. I don't, I don't like, know. Yo, we I don't can probably know. get next Bro. summer. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe. At this point, at this point, <laughs> man, who knows? Who knows? Lee, I think it was being used saying we was going to turn up 4th of July. We thought it was going to be done. <laughs> Bro, I thought this... I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought realistically, I was like, maybe like in July, August, maybe things could be better, but... Bro, it's... It, I don't even know what month we're in with this shit, bro. I just know... I just know, like, the first cases were, like, around February in Texas. Yeah. I remember they had the rodeo at the time. So, like, when they had the first case in the rodeo, I'm like, mm, maybe that's just, you know, that just go yeah. away, you know? That's, you know, Fort Ben had cases. I'm like, oh, shit. Let me go to, like, let me go to the restaurant rock in because I knew. But, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy because you think about it, bro, like, 
we really didn't even, like it, it's it's like what it's like what month eight uh-huh. month nine like been a while man that shit crazy bro I might <laughs> be counting no more wow but um definitely want to thank um E man thank you so much for coming on to our show we really appreciate that oh. season two of the politics Lee again thank you it was a pleasure um thank y'all for tuning in and we'll come back with another episode.